Welcome to Transform and Thrive. Your host, Helen Lee, examines the opportunities and practical solutions for individuals and organizations to transform and thrive in these times. She shares her wisdom and that of other changemakers impacting our world. Tune in for innovative and holistic tools and empowering strategies to reinvent yourself and or your organization and flourish in a world facing different crises. Hi, this is Helen Lee. Welcome to Transform and Thrive. This is part three of my series on navigating the mega high frequencies increasingly flooding our planet and impacting humanity. Many are still not aware of them, but more and more are. And for the rest of us, we feel them only too acutely and are very, very much affected by them. For the sake of listeners who have not as yet tuned into episode 66 and 67 and have no idea what I'm referring to, these incoming energies stem from planetary or cosmic configurations and massive solar flares, solar winds, and geomagnetic storms. They support the upgrading or ascension of humanity from the level of consciousness humans have been at for ages to become the high vibrating spiritual beings that we all actually are. And the onslaught of high frequencies has been amped up by a zillion times lately, as humanity's ascension process is being hugely accelerated. On June 19th, for instance, the Schumann Resonance, which is commonly known as the Earth's heartbeat, shot up from its base level of 7.83 hertz and hit an all-time high of 190 hertz. People were greatly affected, even if they didn't know what stirred them up, either physically, emotionally, or mentally. As Marianne Williamson says, everyone is on a spiritual path. Most people just don't know it. I'd say that we are all definitely heading in this direction, sooner or later, or we'd leave the planet. Because the frequency of Earth is being massively raised, and to live here, we need to raise our own vibration to get in sync with it in order to thrive. And the signs, or at least the first stirrings, are here. Leaders in different fields are standing up to talk about bringing love into areas where previously such a topic would be taboo, such as the business and corporate world, as well as in politics. Last year, for instance, I interviewed Mia Kirikos on how adopting love as a business strategy pays. She is the world's first chief love officer, the president of her own company, a thought leader in the business of wellness and brand strategy, and has just been awarded Innovator of the Year by Cornell University for her daring to forge ahead with this new concept and making it work remarkably well. 
Mia is an absolute delight, and I will be interviewing her again soon. Miriam Williamson is another great example. She published her first book, A Return to Love, back in 1992, and now, at age 71, is running for president in the U.S. for the second time. She's an incredible woman, whether you agree with her ideas or not. She's an activist, a spiritual leader, and the author of 15 books to date, four of which being number one New York Times bestsellers, no less. And her most recent book, called A Politics of Love, a handbook for a new American revolution was published in 2019, three months after she announced her presidential campaign in January that year. Marianne is passionate about getting America to address the deeper internal causes that have led to what she calls the country's current dysfunction. In her latest book, she talks about the need for a new whole person politics of love that stems not just from the head, but from the heart, not just from the intellectual understanding, but from a genuine affection for one another. She says that by committing to love, we will make a meaningful contribution to the joyful, fierce, and disruptive energies that are rising at this critical point in time. As the promotional blurb on her book says, she confronts the cancerous politics of fear and divisiveness, threatening the US today, urging all spiritual, spiritually aware fellow Americans to return to and act out of her deepest value, which is love. This is the woman who was quoted by Nelson Mandela in his inaugural speech. Mandela read out her now famous words from her mega bestseller, A Return to Love. Our deepest fear, she wrote, is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And my dear listeners, this is the essence of our ascension process. We are all meant to rise up from being the human beings that we are with our fear and ego-based human minds and programs of lack and limitations. We still mostly primarily identify with our human self rather than the soul and spirit or pure consciousness that we all are and originate from. But at some point in the future, sooner or later, with the help of this divinely orchestrated ascension process, which we all signed up for, whether we are aware of that or not too, we will change our primary primary identification to being soul and spirit, first and foremost, as our own physical human bodies get vastly upgraded to be able to hold more light. 
the massive amount of light required to take us from the level of density humans have been at for centuries to the level we would rise to when our spiritual self takes over and leads totally or much more than it can possibly do so now or is even meant to at present. This involves the releasing of innumerable layers of density that we are carrying while simultaneously being uploaded with new light codes and activations of our DNA strengths and blueprint, a great deal of which has lain dormant until this upgrade occurs. And this historic transition from one state of being to another is an amazing alchemical process, which I have explained in some detail in episode 67. I highly recommend that you tune into both episode 66 and 67. In the meantime, I will now continue with going through some of the ascension symptoms that I have listed in episode 66 and begun to expound on to some extent in episode 67. Have you experienced your eyes being blurry or sore, even painful at times? As I've said in previous episodes, do have a medical checkup to be sure, but in my own experience, these symptoms go away when the intense energies stop. It may be that your inner sight is growing and your intuition, psychic and telepathic abilities are expanding as your third eye develops. I use eye drops, which I need for other reasons in any case. And this works for me when, when my eyes do get blurry or hurt. You can also simply rest your eyes often when you experience these symptoms or even meditate for a while. Just relax, breathe deeply and connect with your soul and your team of divine helpers, as I call them. You can always ask for divine help at this time. All of heaven is here to support us, raise our vibration and level of consciousness. As for sleep, sometimes there's a great lack of it as our soul is wide awake and wants to be too, <laughs> wants us to be as well. People on this path often complain of waking up between 2 and 4 a.m. If you're up at this time, you may as well connect and converse with soul in any case, as it would be much easier to hear soul's voice in the silence of the early morning hours. When you receive guidance from soul, jot down the wisdom that, come, that came through and doze off again after that. We also often experience aches and pain in our body during times of intense solar activities 
and cosmic occurrences. It may be that old toxic energy from our cells is being released as our cells go through the major ascension change described in episode 67. We may be so tired and lethargic at these times that we are not inclined to do much or move at all, but light exercise and energy exercise such as qigong and yoga or walking in nature will do us a world of good. And so would drinking liters of good quality water that is filtered and preferably alkaline. Otherwise, the old outgoing energy gets stuck instead of being able to leave us. And we'd have muscles and joints that hurt instead. Releasing it energetically through meditation and with divine help works too, especially if you do this on top of the exercising. Nothing strenuous though, just get the body moving. I find jumping on a very low bounce trampoline after drinking two glasses of water before and one glass after works well for me. This and simple Qigong exercises. There are also bouncing Qigong exercises that serve the same purpose of helping you release density and get your qi or flow of energy moving within you. Another ascension symptom you may have to deal with if you don't move your body sufficiently and drink enough water is the rising of heat in your body. Many years ago, the internal heat I experienced got so intense that I began to have hives and I had to go to the doctor to have it treated. It's just the vast amount of light that our body has to hold. And understanding this, coupled with taking extreme care of ourselves, makes the transition easier for us as we shift from our dense three-dimensional bodies to our lighter bodies of much higher vibration. The more and better we support ourselves at this time, the greater the support, guidance, and clarity we can receive from our own soul. Ages ago, I also used to drop things when I got very tired. But it's actually more than tiredness that causes our being clumsy during these high-frequency periods. We're actually being asked to drop all unnecessary activities and commitments we've got on our plate. We are meant to make life easier, simpler, and more grace-filled for ourselves and let go of our old ways of doing things and old ideas of what constitutes success and happiness for us. Again, the more we connect and align with soul, the more we will want to let go of what's not truly important to us. Sometimes we merely hold on to old ideas and choices out of habit, nothing more. I would urge you to review where you're at, what really matters greatly to you, and your true happiness and well-being. Get guidance and wisdom from soul. 
and reinvent yourself out of love and appreciation and great respect for yourself. The idea is to do this not out of judgment of ourselves and as an attempt to fix our seeming flaws. We were and are exactly as we are meant to be. But instead, we can lovingly support ourselves to make life much freer and more joyous and abundant, more fun and playful, and generally so much more relaxed for ourselves when we flow with these powerful ascension energies and honor our own process. Keep liberating ourselves and rising. Anxiety is yet another ascension symptom, which increases with cosmic events, along with the physical symptoms I've listed in the first two episodes in this series, and in this episode as well. If you're highly sensitive or an empath, withdraw into your own field so that you don't pick up the fear and anxiety that others are releasing en masse at these times. Practice self-love, self-care, and self-appreciation. And do what you love and that whatever brings you joy. The ascension process also incrementally wipes out our linear memory and supports us to think quantum instead. We will always be able to recall what's important. But the process of retrieving the needed information is very different. We will simply know whatever we need to know. It's as if the information simply pops up, not from remembering, but more like tapping into a system that automatically gives you the knowledge or wisdom without you even thinking about it, let alone having to ask it. We have a quantum field upon which we can tap, you see. It's very much like the clear cognizance that I have, but haven't truly appreciated as yet. And it's as if I'm being led to respecting it much more and expanding it. But of course, this transition from one way of accessing the needed information to another can be nerve-wracking for the human self. It throws the human mind into a panic, making us fear that we have dementia or Alzheimer's or the trouble it would get us into if we forget crucial data or that this memory loss would get progressively worse with time. But if we breathe, and relax, focus on something else, we will know whatever we need to know in that moment. The higher frequencies very much support us to be in the present. It pushes us to drop old habits of fear and worry, lack and limitation. Our human scarcity consciousness is gradually being wiped out to be replaced with an abundance mentality. Now let's return to the subject of sleep for a moment. There are different cosmic occurrences that trigger different symptoms. 
For instance, there are occasions when we have great difficulty sleeping and sleep for only three or four hours, with the soul keeping us awake, as mentioned earlier. But there are also times when we sleep for hours on end, where we find ourselves needing to go to bed early and we get to sleep deeply through the night and wake up late in the morning. Treasure these times and take good care of yourself when you can't sleep. Do things such as meditate, have foot baths or long baths with dead sea salt, Epsom salt or Himalayan salt or lemon or lime or a combination of some of these salts and citrus fruits. Listen to soothing music or watch something that makes you laugh and feel lighthearted. Have a massage, reiki yourself, or get someone to reiki you. Drink a hot turmeric milk or chamomile tea and rest even if you can't sleep. It can also be that some of us further along the ascension path need less sleep at this time. It's not just soul keeping us up, but we are happy to be up with soul, wide awake and communing with soul and the divine, enjoying our own company in the stillness and quiet of the night or the early morning hours. It is a very beautiful and sacred time that allows us to spontaneously and naturally feel the magical oneness of everything. We have already moved into the higher vibrations of unconditional love that is prevalent only in the higher realms. The solstice energies brought us platinum, silver, diamond, and indigo light, and we received powerful activations in the last few days. Again, at these times, we must hydrate and move our bodies so that we can create balance and harmony within us and in our energy fields and integrate and embody these high frequencies and light codes with ease and grace. We must learn to navigate these energies, to flow with them when they are here, rest more and take extreme care of ourselves when they are flooding the planet and our bodies and energy fields and work and get things done in the in-between periods when we can get going and are not feeling worn out or challenged physically, emotionally, mentally and energetically. We are coming into alignment with our own soul, Mother Earth, our divine team, and these magnificent incoming energies and gradually going beyond being overwhelmed and getting fed up and frustrated with what's happening. Instead, we are or can be thankful for what's happening with our focus on the thought that we not only sign up to be here at this historic time to contribute towards the rising of human consciousness and the co-creation of an enlightened new world, but we can excitedly look forward to this amazing new earth, 
a dimension of mega-high frequencies, unconditional love, and infinite abundance that we can choose to live on now or very soon. We certainly can, and those who are ready will join us if we know how to fully and wholeheartedly surrender to the divine, to the divinity that we are, and that is within us and all around us, to God, our universe, and our soul, the spirit and pure consciousness that we are. If we willingly do all of this, we come into our own power and true greatness, and joy will flow more and more. Peace will pervade within us and our lives, and abundance will flow will flow in endlessly and unimpeded. We can really begin to enjoy life now, more than we have ever done before. We can truly relax, have fun, and play. This can be the start of our return to innocence, true love, true joy, and true abundance. This is what a deep surrender to our higher selves, to divine will, our sole purpose, and this ascension process itself will bring us. We are simply returning to our truest true selves and creating true lives for ourselves from our elevated consciousness. I'm glad and grateful to be one of the forerunners supporting people to connect with the most powerful and wisest parts of themselves. I have brought my work to both multimillionaires, presidents and CEOs of conglomerates and multinational companies, as well as youngsters from age five upwards, housewives, and the whole range in between of middle management and everyone else who is interested in going within and accessing the most powerful parts of themselves and liberating themselves, having the most wonderful lives. And I see them thrive when they connect inward with what's already there within them. It's odd that we were taught to separate spirituality from the rest of our lives and not taught to connect with the soul and spirit within us, which are the most powerful and wisest parts of ourselves and therefore of immense value to us. It's the way in which we can connect with higher intelligence. Yet, while they are encouraging signs, forerunners still have to work really hard to push boundaries and go beyond prejudice from different quarters. I understand this is how it has always been, and if we sign up for it because we answered the call, we not only don't have that much of a choice, but we are also given the tools and the power to do what we need to do, provided that we ourselves are congruent and actually walk our talk as well. 
come check it out for yourself with me and my team. You're very welcome to join our Transform and Thrive Membership Club sessions on Zoom, where I can support you to go beyond all the challenges you're currently dealing with, to take you back to your own power and greatness, your joy, talent, and untold capabilities and gifts to help you transform and thrive enormously. Or if you're already doing very well, to take you to even higher levels and to be even more in your power, to be even more, to be even freer and happier and more true to yourself. I want to support as many people as I can through these potentially trying times and also these exciting times because they offer us endless possibilities. These all challenges can be turned around and transformed into magic, into miracles, into these times can be times of ease and grace, love and prosperity. You can simply sign up for one session with our Transform and Thrive Membership Club and I'll show you how to use this amazing tool, my uh, Golden Globe, which I created a long time ago and upgraded and honed it throughout the years. And I would also encourage you to come back for more sessions if you can manage that. But if you'd rather have one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, you can certainly do so and have me facilitate shifts for you and in collaboration with you and your soul and spirit. All this is deliberately to help humanity raise its consciousness and vibration so that together we can co-create a whole new world of abundance, of peace and plenty for all. Either way, you can reach me by simply looking for my contact details and the Transform and Thrive Membership Club link, if you so wish, as well as the various social media links on this podcast website you're listening to this episode on, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. And I greatly look forward to serving you soon. This is Helen Lee on the Transform and Thrive show, sending you so much love and wishing you endless possibilities of great joy and freedom, peace and abundance at all levels, now and always. Let's create a truly, truly wonderful, balanced and genuinely caring world together and great fulfillment and dreams come true for ourselves and others. Happy transforming and thriving, my beloved friends. You most definitely have the power to do so masterfully and joyously. We can all move towards ultimate mastery now and together. Thank you for joining me. Your presence is vital and very, very much appreciated. As always, bye for now. Bye.